Hey everyone, uh, Santa Art again, and uh, we have a special guest, uh, Aiden White. He is a local producer on the 104.5 Philly radio station and a host of the Strip Down Unplugged Sunday Mornings. Uh, but yeah, how you doing, man? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I very much appreciate you having me on. Um, doing great. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. I mean, today kind of sucked. I, my car, uh, my brakes didn't work. So, like, I had a ticket to the fucking mechanic today. Yeah, Troy, uh, Troy caused a giant <laughs> pile up. He actually killed 10 people. But he, he made it to the podcast on time. That's great. Hey, that's, that's, that's the dedication you want in this industry. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, like, uh, I'm on the highway. You don't really need brakes. You just gotta keep swerving nah. until... I drive like I'm from Jersey, you know? Yeah, just keep it cruising, you know, one one gear. <laughs> exactly. But, um, so, Aiden, like, uh, tell us, man. So, like, uh, what's it like being a producer, like, on the radio? Um, it's an interesting little gig. I mean, uh, they gave it to me out of kind of left field. I kind of was, like, learning on the job here. Um, like a local or a show that they acquired that's based out of LA for all 104.5. It's called the Woody show. So they need someone locally to come in and like make sure it's on the air, sounding good, sounding local, providing them with some Philly stories and content and stuff. And, um, it's been, it's been kind of a learn on the fly situation, but you know, it's it's good. It's good being in the mix for sure. Wow, man, that, that's kind of great. So, like, what was your uh, like original job there? Like, were you just like um, more of like an assistant, or just like? So when I was there first, actually, I kind of started when I was um, in college. I went to Temple, graduated in twenty eighteen, and they just had like a job fair, and I saw they had like an iHeart radio stand i'm just like all right I, I know what that is like i'm sure sure be interested to talk to them and uh from there i was just kind of doing those kind of small like promotional activations you see my like tents getting set up on the side and then eventually it kind of worked more into the office on like the kind of marketing promotion side of things and events working on their, like, promotion directors there, and then kind of just went from uh, doing, like, just office stuff and then working, like, behind behind the scenes at, like, concerts. And then eventually the pandemic happened. I got furloughed. <laughs> and oh, the, man. And then, um, yeah, I was, like, off for, like, two months, and then they came back with, like, a full-time gig for for this producer thing and the Sunday morning thing as well. So it was just kind of literally just thrown into the mix and uh, had to figure it out, honestly. Dude, dude, that was nuts, man. Like, So, like, what kind of concerts like did they have you covering? So uh, how iHeartRadio works in Philly, I mean, it's kind of the same everywhere. So they're the parent company and then they own stations in each each city. I mean, they're in every big city and small markets as well. So in Philly, they own 104.5, which is the alternative station, uh, Power 99, the the rap, one of the rap stations. They have WDAS, which is like an old school R&B, uh, Q102, which is like the you know pop 
pop station. Mm-hmm. And then a couple more, they have like a sports channel that's kind of getting started up. And then like a kind of like a, it's called the breeze, just like adult hits or something. Relaxing favorites <laughs> as they call it. <laughs> adult hit. What's like an adult hit? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> Fleetwood Mac or something. I mean, they're, they're more mainstream, I would say, but just kind of light. Light rock, Steely Dan, something. Dirty Work, keep it keep yeah. it contemporary with the Euphoria uh, episode. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice that they have a great soundtrack, so they know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, kind of like light rock, and then they put, I guess, modern modern stuff. They'll throw in someone like Taylor Swift or something, as you were talking about earlier. Our favorite, but, uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I saw a little post about that. Um, but yeah, so it's like they go they. They do that for the for the moms and the grandmoms out there. So, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> so they so yeah they have that all that and then um, Long's kind of got off topic I guess but yeah they do like powerhouse the big one at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, they had these birthday shows at the at, for one zero four five at BB and T. They do stuff at Xfinity Live uh, that like big jingle ball concert. Uh, for Q102, that's also at Wells Fargo. So it's kind of, they kind of do everything from just like local local events, local free shows to kind of bigger, like high paying kind of gigs with, you know, like national artists. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I bet, like, honestly, like, I don't know, I feel like, like, Philly, going to be able to go to Philly venues, especially like working at them, like, would be like fucking amazing. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah, like, I, like, would love to, like, work, like, go behind the scenes at, like, a Wells Fargo show or something, like, because I feel like one, like, Q1 or 2, like, they usually bring, like, pretty big people, like, like, would you cover, like, Dua Lipa or something, like, that's coming up? No, yeah, actually, so, the Jingle Ball I worked, um, maybe a couple years ago, there was, um, Dua Lipa was back there, like, Sean Mendez, um, some, like, big names just walking around, it's a whole different, like, environment, <laughs> I mean, for Jingle Ball, it's kind of like a national, like, iHeart radio um, production that, like, travels around from city to city. So um, they kind of have, like, their own workers, and then they have, like, each station, like, local people. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of, like, trying not to get in the way of each other or something, but they're very, like, high-strung, just, like, stressed out <laughs> doing their thing. <laughs> just make sure everything's run smoothly. But, yeah, it's just kind of, you have... You know everything you see out on the on the floor, and then back behind. You know there's like press rooms going on. There's catering and and just like gritty walking around or something. It's, gritty is always in the mix, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he's he's uh, he's the thing now. I think he he started off really hot, and then he's just everywhere. Dude, I remember like like when they first introduced Gritty, they were just like I remember like first like month, everyone was just like, What the fuck is this? And then like and then like other cities started making fun of him and then we're just like, you know what? Fuck you yeah. guys, it's awesome. Nah, I, I was just about to say, I mean, as soon as that that's just Philly, he was our guy, so saw people talking shit and we had to we had to defend him. It seems like Gritty is the one who gets through everything because you because you have to be like serious pressed to get into these events, you have to be like associated, but Gritty on the other hand, he's just a free roamer. He just has carte blanche to go backstage, chill with Dua Lipa. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I mean, when you're when you're just a giant 
orange fuck. I mean, you can just <laughs> kind of, you can kind of just walk around. No one knows what to do. When you're, when you're... Dude, dude, seriously, like, what was it? I was at the Flyers game on Saturday, and fucking like, I was watching like gritty like move through the crowd, and whoever is like like is gritty like my man never breaks character. He's always like doing some zany shit like striking poses, fucking fucking up with like with other people like fucking up all the other people like from uh, other cities that come into Philly. Yo, he's fucking. Oh, dude, you know he'd be fucking. He doesn't even have pants on, man. You know he'd be fucking. Uh, he's probably just in the zone. He's probably on on something, and he might he might be <laughs> he might be fucking. Goody's, Goody's off a of bean. What yeah, the hell? he just might. He just might. I mean, dude, he is from South Philly, so you know you never know. He's perked up. Like a, yeah, I was he's about to say up. he's probably on like a perk and just kind of <laughs> blowing around. around. <laughs> That's, that might be the key. Might be the key to gritty. Dude, seriously, his man. Like secrets, his secret stuff. <laughs> seriously, gritty secret stuff. <laughs> oh man, like, no, but like, like uh, that's so cool though. Like you're behind the stage, so like when like you are behind the stage there, like do you um, like get to talk to any of the talent at all, or do they try to like keep you guys separate because they want them to focus on the show or something? Um, it kind of depends what what's going on. Like I like from. When I was working, like, more in promotions and, like, the marketing stuff, um, you you had to work, like, every big show. So, like, what I was saying, mm-hmm. how each station kind of had, like, shows going on. Now I really will only have to work for, like, the 104.5 stuff. But, so back then, like, there's a lot of, a lot of things going on, like, different roles. Like, yeah, maybe you're in the press room, like, shooting the shit while they're waiting um or you're a lot a lot of times i did uh like meet and greet stuff like bringing people back um who like won through contesting to like meet the acts or do something do something cool with like one of the artists like i remember people were like back playing like papa shop with like the lumineers so like you're talking to people there and then um yeah nothing like too memorable like so much like big interactions but like you know they're they're doing their thing everyone's kind of doing a job but you know you're trying yeah like you said maybe not not pestering them too much while they're while they're around because you know they're they're getting ready for the show so it's just kind of whatever you see is what they <laughs> seem comfortable with at the time i guess read the reading the room yeah, that, that's one of the things I noticed this year, trying to cover events and stuff and being, like, um, kind of backstage a little bit or kind of behind the scenes. Like, you really definitely have to stay out of people's way. But, like, also, like, I don't know, they're also there to have fun, but they're also there to make money. So you yeah. don't want to fucking annoy them too much because then, you know, can fuck with their money. Yeah, it's really it's really just comes down to simple just reading the room. If they're kind of – you kind of go off what they're doing. Just if they're out being lively and – I don't know, roaming around, talking to people, then, yeah, but if they're kind of just, like, sitting on a couch or looking at their phone or something, maybe not, maybe not bother them <laughs> at that time, so it yeah. kind of goes either way, but, but, yeah. Damn, I feel like if one of us were, like, behind stage, it would just be like, yo, so you're on Instagram, huh? You want to check out this, uh... <laughs> you want to check hey. out this page? <laughs> hey, you gotta work, you gotta work it in somehow, I mean, you gotta... You gotta shoot your shot. Unless I unless I talk to Ed Sheeran, then I'll I'll tell him that I don't have any Instagram presence because I I've said some <laughs> I've said some yeah. things. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come back to you. He's yeah. like you're that you're that guy that that commented on this picture 
in December of 2016. <laughs> oh, bro, you, you don't even know. I've been making pictures. I've been. I call that his tattoos. I said his album is garbage. You know. Yeah. One of our Whoa. podcasts is actually like dedicated to his bad tattoos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to argue at that point. Get your tattoo, <laughs> the Lego tattoo. I can go on yeah, and on. I got, I got to go on a deep dive now and see see his body body art right now. Bro, just check out like he has a Heinz ketchup bottle like tattooed on his arm. Like, just, <laughs> just put just random shit on there. Just puts that shit on everything, I guess. <laughs> and then Heinz created an arm tattoo bottle, and it's like a flesh ketchup. Like, uh, wow. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it looks just like Ed Sheeran's oh, arm. Man. Like, it just yeah. looks so bad. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, um, when you're, like, uh, behind stage, like, do you get a chance to, like, watch the shows at all? Or do you just, um, does it have to, like, be working? Yeah, so it depends kind of when, like, set times are going, like, like specifically with, like, those meet and greets, there might be things going on, like, while an artist is, like, mm-hmm. on stage, but, you know, any any time I can kind of sneak off, like, yeah, I've been, like, around side stage, just, like, seeing everything, but pop in, but there could be a window, yeah, where I catch, like, most of a set or something, um, but then there was, like, job I actually had to fill in and they needed help for like this year's powerhouse. And I was kind of on the side there, like queuing up, um, kind of the house DJ that was like playing music while people were getting off stage. And yeah, so people would, I would see kind of the people come to the stage and like Megan Stallion standing right there. That wasn't bad. So it's <laughs> like, 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 all right, doing her thing on stage. But, um, Dude, I love watching yeah. Meg Stallion like live. Like she actually is a really good performer. Like she, she is. She, I mean, she take she controls the the whole crowd. I mean, everyone was there to see her. She was the headliner, I guess, this year. But you know, everyone's <laughs> everyone's looking. I guess. Dude, dude, it's crazy just like how fast like her career really grew. Like, what was it? I remember like Ryan and I saw her at uh, Made in America in like what 2018 or something. Uh, 2018. Yeah, or 19. I think it was 18. Yeah, Ooh. and like she, she was like on like the tiny stage, and then like like what was it? Yeah, two years later, she's headlining everything. Dude, I mean one one song, one feature, or whatever, just mm-hmm. <laughs> can change can change whatever. Dude, it, it's seriously good, man. Like especially like with her, like I feel like I don't know, like she just makes bangers after bangers. Like it's just like you know, yeah. she makes music too. Like you can dance to, and plus like like TikTok music too. Yeah, undeniable. You know, she's a she's a talent. <laughs> so. <laughs> Can't argue with it. She's she's been everywhere for the last like couple of years. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So to get more into your like radio experience and like your show and everything, what kind of music do you like to play? And then what kind of music do you like have to play? So I mean, for my show specifically, it's uh, kind of like more like specialty program programming for uh, the alternative station. So it'll be like my. My thing is the like it's stripped down Sunday morning, so it's all acoustic songs that you would hear on that station, like acoustic like Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. Foo, Foo, oh, nice. Yeah, Foo Fighters song or Nirvana, like Unplugged, like one of those, one of those. So it's kind of that type of that nice type Sunday, of genre. Easy Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're making coffee, making breakfast, just hanging out with your mm-hmm. dog on the couch. Out. Yeah, absolutely. Even have some, like, the imaging in between, like, songs that say, like, 
yeah, like help your hangover with trip down Sundays or something. But um, but yeah, so that that's mostly what my show is specifically. And then during during the everyday hours, like during the week, I, I only do do it on Sundays. But that's kind of same same thing, like Foo Fighters, Nirvana, like ch- Chili Peppers, but you know they're normal. Like not acoustic songs, so so, so that's mm-hmm. so that's what that is. So like, if you had your own choice, because it seems like it's yeah, like very specialty. Like they kind of make you do that. Like if you let's yeah. say you had like a three p.m. to like seven p.m. slot or something like a prime time slot, and you just like wanted, and you can, and then you can play like anything you want. Like what would you, what would you ideally be playing? Yeah, dude. So that's that's the thing. I mean, I do love a lot of like alternative rock stuff, but I. It might be a cop out answer, but like I literally listen to like everything. My Spotify, like <laughs> Discover Weekly, like mm-hmm. yearly wrapped makes like no sense at all. <laughs> like, one <laughs> one one day I'll be listening to, like Bob Dylan, the next will be like Anderson Pack, and then then <laughs> then we'll go to, to like a Nirvana, and then like Bruce Springsteen and like Led Zeppelin, and then Nas or <laughs> like Kendrick. It just Damn. goes all. All over the place. Playlist, playlists for like every every genre. Yeah, it must be difficult um, <laughs> having to be fit into like a like an alternative radio format because like you really do have to just kind of play like what people like quote unquote want to hear and like in that genre. So you definitely can't play any rap or anything on that station. Yeah, not not for that one. Um, at least for like this show that I do, I do have like a little bit of say if I stumble upon like cool like cool covers of songs or yeah, just like some cool live versions that I find. Um, so I have some say there, but yeah, during like the, the every day you're like, I wish I had more say, but you know, there's, <laughs> there's uh, a lot of, a lot of like a man's getting thrown around <laughs> or something. <laughs> you're just like, Jesus Christ. I, I like <laughs> to talk shit about this. Cause <laughs> it's the fucking worst. I mean, I don't, I don't really know if I'm supposed to, but yeah, at this point, <laughs> It's oh, whatever. Man. I think people Our talk. Don't care. People, yeah, people talk shit on it. There's like radio Instagrams where, like, people follow that. They're like, yeah, blow my brains out with this stuff. Yeah, but, for, for his bosses, uh, he just mentioned two bands that normally play on the station. He didn't talk shit about them. I'm yeah. the one who was talking shit. So yeah, yeah. can you cut that? <laughs> yeah, bleep, bleep them out. <laughs> yeah, bleep them out, yeah. We're well, the ones I, who are hating. We're I haters. Think, We're anti. Yeah, I think they'll know. I think they'll know. <laughs> but, but yeah, so there's there's a lot of that, um, and it's just yeah, it kind of goes just. There's a lot of like radio numbers that I guess go into what's popular, and you just gotta like play it and hope you catch people at the right time, hear their like the most popular songs, even though, and then have some kind of specialty stuff in there too you kind of there's a lot of i don't know moving and shaking that my boss has to figure out not me but <laughs> yeah no i feel like it's tough maybe, maybe it's, one a day it's like a catch-22 because i there was a lot of really good indie stations like when i was younger and they would play like really sick music but then they would get canceled because they just don't get enough numbers and now the indie station that plays around me is like they'll play like i don't know like mgk and they'll mm-hmm. play like yellow card and like stuff that's not really even indie music it's like throwback pop punk. yeah yeah, it's. I mean, that's a big thing now. Is like the the pop punk, like emo stuff, is kind of making its way back. And like we have like weekends where we play a lot of those, and like people 
love that shit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's something yeah, we so, can. That's something we can definitely talk about too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, just they base it out of like maybe around like Valentine's Day. They do like emo, emo sh- stuff, and just you know, like, like fuck love or something. <laughs> just like <laughs> they play like a bunch of stuff that rips your heart out and gets gets into the feels. But um, yeah, they're playing. We're always planning um, things to kind of keep it a little bit fresh after hearing. You know, the same stuff, I guess, during the week. You have these emo weekends or, like, my show, just a little something special where you can, like, tune in. So that's why I kind of like it, where you're not fully forced into just, like, talking about mostly the same stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's kind of like specialty programming where, like, maybe you don't listen during the week. Maybe you pop in there. So it's good. So I can't complain. Yeah, I got you. I wanted to mention, they, they just announced this festival going into that a little bit um in vegas it's gonna be in october it's called when uh when we were young i don't know if you heard about that yeah i, I actually just saw that today as well so uh, as we just said it's a big it's a big genre coming back it's insane <laughs> mcr paramore afi the use bring me to the horizon taking back sunday alkaline trio day to remember agra levine yeah oh, wow. like jimmy world and yep just yeah it's like everybody i I, I thought it was kind of like a like a joke for a second mm-hmm. like when uh, I don't know you sometimes see like festival lineups if they're like photoshopped and they're like it was literally they're like the caption said every emo band ever and that was like oh it's actually a legit festival it literally is every emo <laughs> band ever yeah it's crazy yeah no, I thought someone just made it up like this would be the perfect emo it's like I guess that's what it is. It's weird. It, do, it does look like a meme. Just looking at this poster, like I, I well, you know, it's funny. I actually, I saw this earlier today, and I saw it paired with a meme. And that's why I made it. Like I thought this was a meme at first. Like I didn't think yeah. they were like gonna have a uh, th- um, three hundred three on here. <laughs> oh man, like, yeah. Like you see, like fake kind of like Coachella lineups or something. So I thought it was just like one of those, and then I actually clicked on the link, and yeah, it's, it's legit. <laughs> you see um, the lineup for Coachella too. Uh, I didn't go through it too much. It's like Billie Eilish and like Kanye and um, someone. I, I I didn't go all the way through, but mm-hmm. remember a couple of headliners. No, yeah, literally, I, I kind of did the same too because like I I saw like the middle of the pack and it like nothing really struck my eye. Just like all right, I'll go to California and like watch like these guys perform. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, you obviously want like the big headliner, but then. It's it's the middle of the pack, the undercards that really do it. If those are loaded, I was really loving the uh, the Bonnaroo one. That looked that looked pretty sweet. Didn't love that. Yeah, didn't love the headliners, but like everybody, I don't know. It was like I think like Stevie Nicks was like one day, but like Tool or something. Yeah, I don't not that, but yeah, but like all the bands like underneath, like Mount Joy and stuff. there i'm like all right hell yeah this looks good this coachella lineup is like extremely puzzling because it's yay this is these are like supposed to be like the biggest acts right we got yay then it's doja cat then the third one is joji <laughs> like in what fucking in what fucking universe is joji like number three on a on a coachella lineup like that's insane. yeah I, I don't know what i don't know what goes into that like maybe who you bid for the most or something. like i don't, I don't know, know who, yeah. what the lining goes into each artist 
Yeah, because Coachella, I mean, famously, like, what they would do is they'd get, like, all these legacy acts. Like, they would be able to get, like, Cocktoo Twins or out of retirement or, like, Pulp out of retirement or, like, whoever. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, I don't know, it just looks like a, like, Millennial Fest. Or not Millennial Fest, like, Gen Z Fest or something. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, there's probably just so many festivals at this point. Like, <laughs> you might just... Dude, everyone's trying to get it out now, you know? Yeah. Like, since we couldn't... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, this this year might be an off year because, like, they've just got canceled so many times. Like because of uh, you know because of like COVID or whatever. So I don't think. Yeah, I know next year is they're gonna have Frank Ocean headlining, but um this year I don't know. Like Daniel Caesar is number three. Like again, in what fucking universe is Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar's number three. Yeah, number oh three. My. Like on this lineup or above like, Phoebe Bridgers too. Yeah, this is like just insane. Like it doesn't make didn't, any sense. Didn't Daniel Caesar have like a little falling out? I thought he was like kind of he was canceled for a little bit or something. He wasn't. He wasn't fucking knows yeah. anymore. I don't know. <laughs> did, did he? I thought he was, Troy, I you thought don't have I... to keep typing, bro. I can hear it every single time. <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. I'm trying to be like a young Jamie. I'm trying to pull that shit up. <laughs> oh, I mean, so I really lo- I love, love this album. The, the His whatever, Freudian or something. That was Yeah, it was good. It was great. But, he was, it was really good. But then I felt like he like kind of fell off. I don't know why. <laughs> He's here. He's right here next to the little baby. Our personal friend of the podcast, little baby. <laughs> Really? <laughs> close, no, close, yeah. Close butt of the program. Yeah, I met oh, him yeah. one time. He was very nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was at uh, he was at Powerhouse this year. I saw him just with every chain you could ever ever buy. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude, that's so cool. Did you get to see him perform at all? Like, he's actually like a really good uh, performer. Um, I saw him like a little bit. Um, the, the dude I was actually most because I don't, I haven't really listened to anything. I was very pleasantly surprised. Was uh, Lil Durk? He actually had like a full band with him, and yeah. I don't know what I. I just love when rappers have bands. I think it just makes it mm-hmm. even cooler. Like I, I, I always remember this one show I went to like way back in the day. We went to like the Roots picnic, and um, it was like Nas back by the Roots, and it was just so cool. It's just like I think more rappers should do that, like a like a Kendrick doing mm-hmm. like to pimp a butterfly. I remember seeing videos of that. He had like a band behind him. It's like so when I saw a little Dirk do that, I'm like, all right, I might have to look into this dude some more. Just yeah, like dude. little Dirk, little uh, Dirk's really good. I I really like. That. Just, I, I reviewed a couple of his albums before. Yeah, he's really just, good. It's just different. I just think it brings like a just a whole different energy than like just a guy like walking around the stage like rapping like three words sometimes, and then mm-hmm. just like having like the song play in the background. It's like all right, he's like he's actually performing this one. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, little baby and little Dirk. Shout out. Shout out to them. Shout out. Close yeah, friends of the page. Close friends of the page, <laughs> little baby and little... No, I haven't met... Yeah, I have not met little Dirk yet. One day. Uh, one, one day. day. Get, one, cool. one of these days. But, um... Meet, yeah. meet all the Lils. Yeah, yeah I saw... Um, what's his name? I saw Kendrick at Pitchfork in 2014, I think it was, and he he had a band behind him. It was very sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does... Just, it definitely does nice. change the whole... It definitely tr- does change the whole mood of everything, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just a little mm-hmm. more Makes amped more up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More dynamic because, like, I don't know. I feel like whenever like it's just like a DJ, like, because I don't know. I really like when they do real instruments that like they're able to like kind of change their sound a bit too, like than what's yeah. on the album. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I saw uh, Childish Gambino perform at the Wells Fargo, and oh like, god, I'm sure. Bro, that... he, 
It was so good, man. It was like, um, it brought a full band. It was like during uh, Awaken My Love, like that type mm-hmm. of era, him. And, like, dude, dude literally so many fucking uh, guitar solos. Fucking, um, when he did uh, 2000, is it 2005? Like, mm-hmm. when it goes to that like, guitar solo, like, some dude just came out and just ripped it. Yeah. Oh, dude, my we, God. We were, my one friend just, like, put that on the other day, and he was. We all kind of, like, had the same reaction. We were just like, what the hell? Like, why weren't we listening to this, like, more? Because I remember I, like, listened to it because had, you know, Redbone and, and all that. But I just didn't listen to it much. And then he was just, like, playing it. I'm like, this is insane. Like, yeah, like he said, the guy is just, like, ripping these solos. There's some weird instrument solo. I don't even know what it is. It's like a, sounds like a keyboard or, like, a guitar. I'm like, this is... It's incredible. So, gotta gotta go back and give that more of a deep dive this time. But oh, dude, yeah, seriously. seeing that live, I'm sure it was insane. Dude, it, it was so good. Like, um, plus I don't know. I feel like Awaken My Love too. Like, like I remember when it first came out. Like, I was just like, okay, like this isn't like um, because of the internet. But then, mm-hmm. like after like listening like a while, I'm just like, okay, this shit's actually like really good. Like, I even like I was at a bar one time somewhere in um, Center City, and fucking. Um, like somebody played zombie like on the this like the jukebox they had there yep. and like she was like popping off like everyone was just like uh vibing to it it was just like damn like i forgot how good of an album this was yeah he seemed because i didn't listen to him much before that either but i knew like people loved him and he obviously talented then it seemed like he just had like a creative explosion <laughs> like in that album and then he had like the atlanta show and then, yeah, love Atlanta. Um, it's such a good one. Great show. And then the uh, whatever that crazy video, that song. What is that song? Oh, this is America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America, so it, yeah. It seemed like he was just on like a roll, like for for a little bit, like That's, just yeah, yeah. And then Lion King. Dude. Is where was where he went. I think he peaked there. I think that's what it was. He, I mean, like, <laughs> like because it was set up where it was like this is going to be amazing. Like, like the Jungle yeah. Book got like a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We got Beyonce. We got you know yeah. Childish Gambino. We got you know Eric Andre. All these people. And then it was just like <laughs> shitty. And then I don't know. And then and then he released that Guava Island thing, and it was bad. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm ho- yeah, I'm hoping Atlanta comes back. Yeah, I uh, think a, it, I saw previews. Yeah, it's all previews for it coming out. Yeah, but it yeah. Good. The, looked so, I like the dramatic previews that they have. Like it makes the show seem like more serious than it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, they have some weird, weird episodes. Like, I don't know if you saw that one where he goes to like, is it like buy a piano and mm-hmm. there's that like creepy white dude like that. That episode was. Oh yeah, up. that Michael Jackson dude. <laughs> where it was him? Yeah, it was just him. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> so I guess they they can go to it. But speaking of dark, I mean Lion King seen it as a cartoon but then the live action you realize just how fucked up a story that was <laughs> like seeing Dude, seriously. Uh, like, I mean, like super the... dark <laughs> like, yeah bro see... like fucking simba you know he's there for when his dad dies that's just fucking crazy and then scar yeah. takes over yeah just oh all the like hyenas were just 10 times creepier and everything in the live act i remember watching it for the first time i'm like damn this is not how i remembered Lion King. I just remember like baby cub getting lifted up and them singing songs. This was not. <laughs> this is not it. 
<laughs> not it. <laughs> not not it. it. Yeah, they made it too real. I think that's what it was. The cartoon definitely balanced it because there were some serious themes, but then there was some kind of goofy stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I was uh, looking on the um, 104.5 like, um, website, and I see that you have the list of like you know your top songs and albums of the year and like bands and shit. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, before I even ask you a question about that, like how like what is like since like you're technically I guess like a music reviewer as well, like us, um, like how do you scale like what is like good music versus like music that's just like mid? Uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I have like a legit answer because yeah, I just like listen to crazy stuff a lot of times but i mean there's some some albums i'm kind of just like going through a lot of stuff but um you know you can i can kind of tell like just from certain songs like, like that or something like that where wherever he's like a vampire like recently i'm like this song's like just sucks like, <laughs> like, like this isn't this isn't anything but i don't know i think certain songs like have their have their premise you go to certain artists for certain things I feel like um so for for that specific list it's yeah like more of what i listen to but kind of in more of a in line i guess with the station with what we play kind of so i tried to cater it a little bit to that but you know like i said there's a lot of stuff i wouldn't just throw like i guess kendrick lamar or something as like the best album and then like have Mm -hmm. like Foo Fighters or something like after that but so try to cater a little bit but yeah you uh, know what's funny I didn't even think of it like that because like because we did a list like a top of everything too and like we're just like hmm like now that you mentioned it it is weird how we have like what is it Spirit of the Beehive's number one album and then like what's the number one track too like Come to Life we have by Kanye Kanye yeah Yeah, we have a little bit more freedom because we're not um, um, I mean we have a lot more freedom because we're not like sponsored by anybody you know what I mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we could definitely get a little bit more wacky with it for sure yeah yeah Yeah, that was more wants to sponsor us oh yeah (laughs) now's now's the time (laughs) Um, yeah but that was that was just more my thing I mean of course it's just like what you're what you're listening to and then, you know, how, how it just made you feel listening to it. So you can be like, this is the album I just fucked with the most this, this year. And then just kind of go from there. But, um, yeah, for like that, for that list, it like had one, um, like that War on Drugs one, we played them a little bit. Like they're from Philly. I'm like, this, this is just a great album. Really like listening to it. Got into them a bunch this year. So tried to, mm-hmm. yeah, just cater it to, to our genre, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Uh, we had that as number thirty-seven, I think, on our list. It was, I really liked the title track a lot with Lucius. Really great mm-hmm. song. Yeah, he. I I didn't listen to him too much, like for a while, and then like my one roommate like put me onto him, and then just went like full force into them this year. I'm just like, wow, where have they been? But um, yeah, just just solid, just chill rock too. A lot of. A lot of guitar solos, which is always appreciated for me. So <laughs> had to had to put that that one there because that was definitely one I listened to, like multiple times, and that kind of goes to from like that's like Spotify Wrapped. Like if I listen to an album like more than two times or something, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they'll become like my top artist of the year. <laughs> I feel like because I'm just Dude, spread, I'm just spreading it around like all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me with my uh, top my Spotify wrapped up. Like 
it was all the people that like I, like I would review their music and like it just would come out with just most random top list. It's like Drake, then it's like Arlo Parks, and then it's just like Kanye, yeah. and it's just like man, like I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I love Arlo hey, Parks. Like yeah. I thought you had a really good album. Me, but I'm me just, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw though. Was it uh, best new artist of twenty twenty one? So you really liked uh, Class of, in a uh, Sunbeam? Yeah, I thought I. She just had this like cool sound to her. Like she just was flowing all over that album. Like little little rappy, little singing, and just I don't know. It was just yeah, it like, lovely, like lovely music. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know what I mean. It was beautiful. Like, it really was a beautiful album. Like. Honestly, I, I feel like Arlo Parks doesn't get the credit that she deserves. Like, she was really good this year. Yeah, well, she'll she'll be around, I'm sure. We we played, like, one of her songs a lot, and I think got some good feedback. And then I think she, like, sold out, like, a lot of her her, her tour dates, mm-hmm. the one in Philly. I think she's at, like, Firefly and stuff, so. Yeah, her and uh, Claro sure. are playing a show together, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we'll pop in, she's see her as the o- opener. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's in Coachella, too, is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, she seems like one of those that's going to be at, like, every festival. Like, just a cool cool artist to check out, like, during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had a good amount of alternative, actually, on this. Now I'm looking at it. I mean, we had um, Faye Webster. Her album was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would check that one out for sure. Claro, obviously. Sling, really yep. good album. Super Monster by uh, Cloud, pretty good album as well. Okay. Nice, yeah. I've heard of all these. I know uh, a song like Kingston by Faye Webster. That's mm-hmm. really good. So I got. I think I got to go into this this new one. She has like an album cover that's like her with like a bunch of brown shit on her face. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> like mud or chocolate yeah, or something. Yeah, I think I listened to the <laughs> or something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, I listened, I listened to a couple on that one. But uh, I, I remember the this new one that came out. I got get around to that a lot of stuff out there <laughs> for sure yeah um uh turnstile glow on i don't know if you heard of turnstile before yeah no i've been listening to them like pretty recently because i mean they just freaking they rock and i saw them like all all over like everybody's list mm-hmm. and um i'm like all right i got gotta turn into these guys so um yeah they look like they're doing something big right now for sure yeah, they're like a hardcore group, but they, they're embracing the sounds of like uh, Blood Orange in the 80s and that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. I've never really heard a fusion like that before. Yeah, no, that the Blood Orange song is really good. I actually listened to that album yesterday, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Great one. Mm, yeah, I think it's like one of Ryan's favorites, right? What's that? The uh, Blood One you're talking about? The... Turnstile or, or Blood Orange? What are you talking about? Blood Orange. Oh, Blood Orange is like one of my, like, I think he's like one of the goats, honestly, of our generation. The, the uh, he, I don't know. Like, he has, every album he makes is amazing, first of all. His production is crazy. Voice is crazy. Like, I don't know. He just, he just ranges so many different genres. Because he started off in hardcore, and now he's like in like funk, you know? Yeah, he's a creative-ass dude. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, let me see what else as far as alternative on this list. Uh, Low. Hey, what? Mm-hmm. Very good album. Yeah. Uh, Shame, Drunk Tank Pink. That's more of like a post-punk, I guess. Okay, okay. Let me see what you gotta, else. You gotta go through your guys' lists and get, get some new get some new racks. New material, yeah. Mm. Uh, Japanese Breakfast, no. Jubilee. Yeah, no, a couple of those for sure. She's yeah. she's big deal here in Philly for sure. Dude, yeah, Philly girl. Like, uh, was it? We even saw her at uh, Union Station or Union Transfer. Um, what was it? Your favorite venue. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. I do love Union Transfer. Just a great. I don't know. Some about it. You see, like a good mm-hmm. level, like band there for like cheap, mm-hmm. easy to get a drink. I live really close by, so it's just like very ideal. <laughs> very ideal. No, it seriously is like super nice. I love going it, there too. I just looks cool too. My bad. Cut you off. No, I was gonna say, yeah, it does look really cool. It looks like a like a old saloon. Too, yeah, like it does. It does. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think it's yeah the the bar in the back especially, but I, I think it's literally an old train station. So they like converted it. I guess that's why it's really called. That makes a lot transfer. of transfer. Yeah, that's yeah, what I found. You know, Philly. <laughs> we don't need trains in Philly. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let me see what else nah. we got as far as alternative. I think we have like two or three more. Uh, Seek Shelter by Ice Age. I don't ever heard that one. Mm-hmm. Not familiar. No. Very solid. They're a Swedish uh, rock band. Um, Snail Mail Valentine. Oh yeah, that's a big. I'm actually gonna see her with uh, one of my roommates in April in at Philly. Union Tra- at, yeah, at Union Transfer. I actually saw it's her first date of the tour, so I guess maybe it'll be being really a hot start. Yeah. Dude, but yeah, that, that was like, a that was a cool that was a very very good album actually. That would be one of if I if I could put her as like the most overlooked on that oh, list. Oh, for sure. <laughs> she she mm-hmm. ripped that album. Yeah, I loved it. Dude, truly did. Like I really like too the title track on Valentine too. Just like she just goes fucking ham in that song. It's just so good. Yeah, she's she switched it up. I mean, she definitely completely grew as an artist like she like the whole production to everything she she put on for sure yeah because it was kind of like like i don't know like 90s like regular kind of grungy indie music like on her last album but i feel like she really like did a whole new different thing on this one which i like a lot yep absolutely uh let me see who else uh genesis owasu smiling with no teeth that's that's a bit of like uh all different types of genres but uh yeah, I was actually listening to that uh, episode of your guys' podcast. Uh, oh hell yeah! For, oh, yeah. <laughs> for uh, I remember I remember Troy. Uh, we talked at a party once, and uh, he said he had an interview with with him. And I'm like, all right, let me let me peep this, see what the podcast is all about. So that uh, mm. sounds like you guys did a great job. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. You know, like I, I wasn't expecting him to be like so deep and like introspective. But like, but I guess that makes a lot of sense because his album's deep and introspective as well. But uh, yeah, yeah dude, you get, it's such a good time. Yeah, you get people, you get people talking about what they love. <laughs> they'll just they'll start rambling, going on. So that nah, seems like it was a great get for you guys. Yeah, that was our biggest get, I would say so far. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking forward to other other guests, yeah, obviously. First, first of many. First of many. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, I want to get J. Pick Mafia on the broadcast. <laughs> that's a big one <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm probably yeah. like the the lower rung and then yeah you just build build it up from the, from me <laughs> Go to Genesis and Genesis. yeah so you said you know uh, dua lipa right uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little i could i could i could get her on here i think oh, <laughs> no yeah. no a guy <laughs> Ellen John. Yeah, man, he... yeah. <laughs> I know Ellen John. Yeah, bro. Can you look at the baby. <laughs> you know the baby. Yeah, may, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll see. Got to work the phones. <laughs> yeah, in just case the baby calls and he's like, "Yo, I need to go on an interview right now." Like, I know the perfect podcast. I, I have something to say. <laughs> Some. Oh. 
you would be you would probably get a nice sound bite from him i'm sure are you talking about from the baby <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah who are you talking about Dua Lipa. <laughs> either or either or i guess i mean Dua Lipa would give us like the sexy like british like nice sound bite, and then and then the baby would give us something to get us canceled Hey, <laughs> he would say he would say something out of control. I, I think to bring it all full circle as far as alternative Philly, all that, and local shit. Uh, Spirit of the Beehive, Entertainment Death was our number one album of the year. Uh, did you get wow. that listen? I actually haven't, but I saw that was number one on the list. So I'm like, all right, it had everything that you just said. So that's that's gonna be next. Dude, it's it's a good one, man. It's real trippy. Like, um, it also that like, goes by its own rules too. So it's not like um, like a typical album, like alternative album. Like I, I like how like they're able to make it like sound so different, you know, so like avant garde. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's what that's kind of was liking about the uh, the turnstile one was that like you have like this heavy like punk in your face, and then like you said, like the one with with uh, blood orange is just like. I don't know, just very smooth. It's a total switch up, so you can kind of just do whatever, and then eventually it works, and it just becomes your your band sound, I guess. <laughs> but own little thing. Damn, dude. Yeah, man. Fucking. Man, he's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I smoked a little before this. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> No, it's Troy's vibe, man. It's okay. No, I, I I see what you're saying though. It's cool. I I like music that's like alternative, alternative. You know what I mean? It's like because mm-hmm. alternative rock in like the '90s, like obviously, and maybe the late '80s too. I guess like was like the alternative to rock and roll and like your dad's yep. rock or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And now it's like almost like Nirvana is like almost like passe. So they have to like come up with something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's just crazy how it works. Because like now you even hear on like classic rock stations like. Nirvana and like Chili Peppers on them, so it's like now like Nirvana is like like a Led Zeppelin. It's classic rock. So like yeah. yeah, so like people are like now are building their sound off like hearing like Nirvana for the first time. So it's just like mm-hmm. it's just gonna keep going. Yeah, that's where probably like that's probably like where snail mill comes from, like that kind of side of the sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. Nineties rock. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the female? Not the female Nirvana, but like the Courtney Love version <laughs> what the hell is that uh, man hole yeah. yeah hole i think that kind of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> just hole great band name <laughs> hole <laughs> that's a good that's a good band it really sticks out and Sound, that, yeah. <laughs> let's say man you pumped for the uh red hot chili peppers uh next album dude i'm ready for them to go on tour Did you see like who they're touring with yeah now we're uh, i got tickets with a bunch of people uh they're yeah with the strokes i'm like that's a amazing opener so um yeah i, w- I want to see i definitely want to see what they're they're cooking up because yeah their guitarist is like now back in the fold um from like when they were making all their like popular stuff so, oh for shante right yeah for john for is like back with the band so i'm very very curious because they kind of really fell off after um they did stadium arcadium like that album mm-hmm. And that was, I think, the last one that he did with them. And then he kind of went, like, kind of loopy. <laughs> so, um, but now he's back. So I guess I guess they'll have something, something good for us, hopefully hopefully this year. I'm guessing if they're touring, they would have something lined up. Mm-hmm. 
No, seriously. Like, what is it? Because, like, um, I was looking at, like, all their dates, and, like, I saw in Amsterdam that he's going to be performing, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers is going to be performing with, like, ASAP Rocky and, like, Thundercat. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, like, damn, dude, they can get, like, a Thundercat, like, feature, like, on a Red Hot Chili Pepper album. Like, that shit would be fucking, I think that would be able to bring their sound into today's uh, music. Dude, you would have have Flea and Thundercat just slapping the bass every, (laughs) everywhere. Fucking insane, man. Just going, yeah, just going crazy. Dude, yeah, seriously, like, uh, I saw Thundercat live at, uh, where was I? I think the Met, and, like, he was fucking nuts, too, dude. Like, I, I didn't know, like, people can play the bass that well. Like, he just came out and literally did, like, a bass solo for, like, five minutes after every single song. And, like, he was really fucking going hard, man. Dude, I haven't, I haven't seen him live, but it looks like he just has, like, a mega bass. Like, there's, like, mm-hmm. eight eight strings on it. <laughs> it's fucking massive, man. Like, literally, it's, like, as big as his body, too. So he has to, like, fucking go, like, move his hands from, like, the very top of it to the bottom of it, like, super fucking quickly. Yeah, it just He just really like, just goes nuts. <laughs> it just, like, looks thick. Like, I'm looking at, like, a guitar right now, and it's just, like, the neck is so thin, and his is, like, the size of, like, yeah, like a full hand. And then that's, <laughs> like, ten strings on it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how the fuck he can do it, but yeah, like I don't know, like he's I, I've really been a big fan of Thundercat recently, like because it was I, I like we listened to Pimp P- Butterfly, and then like because mm-hmm. like after seeing him live too, and I was just like wow, this like he really is like a like one of our like best bass players like, in, in our generation. Oh like, yeah, it is he, nuts. He's funky. I yeah. love it. I'm pissed because I, I keep missing him. I think I've there was like three times where I could have seen him at different festivals. I showed up late one time. And then the last one I was at at Pitchfork, I saw Eve Tumor instead of seeing Thundercat. I just want to see him. You know, what I mean, I keep missing him. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be around. He'll be around for sure. Yeah, man. Yo, let's go. Let's go to Amsterdam, and we'll go watch him uh, with ASAP Rocky and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm down. That sounds like an amazing amazing plan love basing a, a trip around a show <laughs> i was about to that's a really good transition because i was about to go down i was about to go fly down to miami to see bjork i was this i was so close Dude, it's, <laughs> it just it makes it more fun you know you have something to do you don't have to bar hop or whatever like just to keep just, entertained yeah, yeah i feel just you. love just love if you're in a city just seeing a different venue too so we always good so Bro, I had one of my because I put on the story. I was like, "Hey, I want to see Bjork in Miami, but the tickets are sold out. Does anybody have a ticket?" And uh, one of my followers, I'm not gonna say their name, but they <laughs> hit me up and they're like, "Oh yeah, I got a ticket." And they're like, "Oh, I'll give it to you if she cancels." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> there you go. Yeah, dude. I mean, literally, actually, perfect canceled oh. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, yeah, like perfect segue. Uh, Troy and I saw like our friend's band on Saturday. Um, Citywide, shout out to Citywide, love you guys. Yeah, shout out to Citywide, em- yeah. Emily, They're Ben, really good. Ray, so I'm good friends with Ray, I grew up with him, and mm-hmm. he li- he's going to school at Boulder right now, so like, wanted to go out, visit him, and then I've never been to Red Rock, so I just kind of saw like, what shows are in the area, and this is what I'm talking about, where I'm listening to like, whatever, like, there's this dude, Jason Isbell, that's just like, kind of country-ish. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Chris Stapleton, I guess, but he like shreds. I'm like, that would be a good show to see at Red Rocks. So, it's crossing off Red Rocks now off the list. Just see something, <laughs> dude. But. Yeah, that would be fucking sweet, man. Like, 
Yeah, my uh, cousins in like Texas, they've been Red Rock like a like a couple times, and they said like that's the best venue they've ever been to, like in, yeah. for like any concert. Want to go? It, yeah, it just I'm like if I'm basically when I was like planning the trip, I'm like if I'm going out to Colorado, then I don't know how many more times I'm going to be out there because I don't like mm-hmm. ski or snowboard or whatever people <laughs> go out there for. <laughs> but um, so I'm like, all right, what's what's there, and that one. That one worked, so doing that, and then yeah, it's just a good thing to do. New city, new venue, go mm-hmm. see something. Does um, when you work for like iHeartRadio, like do you only work in like venues in the Philly area, or like do they they're like, oh, we need you to cover the show in like New York or something? Um, yeah, so it's only like the Philly area station. So there could be yeah things that um, like BB and T can go over to Jersey, or like maybe there'll be mm-hmm. something out in like Atlantic City. Um, but yeah, mostly everything's like Wells Fargo Center, BBT, uh, Xfinity Live, a bunch. Um, we did really like Xfinity Live too. Yeah, that's like where we do like a lot of the one hundred four five. Like we have put on a lot of free concerts in the past. Um, we haven't haven't done them in a while for for obvious reasons. But um, yeah, that's where we do a lot of a lot of stuff. Had some good good people come through there. But yeah, we do. That's usually like summer. We do one called Winter John, um, which is yeah during the winter in the cold. Everyone in their jackets, but everyone have a good time. So yeah, we go go yeah, all over. It doesn't matter. Everyone's got their beer coats on, anyways. By the time exactly. they get to X Men Live, yeah. Once you're yeah, once you're in it, you're with everybody. Like you forget that you're you're freezing. <laughs> Dude, you're telling me. I went to the yeah when I went to the Flyers game, like I was freezing my ass off. It was like nine degrees out, and then after that, we're like, all right, let's go to Xfinity Live, and then <laughs> yeah, you're, you're warmed up. You're soft. Yeah, dude. By the time I got out of the game, yeah, I was like, I was juiced up. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. That's what you need. Oh, man, as Philly natives or whatever, do you, how do you guys feel about the appropriation of the word John? Uh, meaning clothes. Because <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I think that's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's one of those things that, like, you know, it's a thing, but I never really said it. Like, it felt like forced if I ever had to say. It. So it's just like <laughs> now it's like everywhere. It's just like all right. It's just you know, mm. gloss glossing over the the city. What can we find? Oh, cheesesteak, Rocky statue. Gritty John, <laughs> John. So, yeah, I, I thought a John was like a like a lady with a big ass or something, or like a. So you like everything, or like yeah, you go to like a yeah, you go to you go to a souvenir shop and you find a nice uh, marble something, and you're like, let me pick out this John. Yeah, you'd be like, she's a nice John. Like, let me get that John. You're just like, but like even like me it's saying John that right now, shit. exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> have a good sandwich or something. It's mm-hmm. just like literally throw it in for, for whatever. But exactly, like, it feels like force. I guess like everything, people in Brooklyn ruined it, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah, that and like it's what was that? I fault. saw like yeah, I saw like on like Sports Center or something where like the sportscaster was like was like saying something. I forget who he was talking about, but like it was somebody from Philly he was talking about, and he said John like. 20,000 times. He's just like, this guy can run this John. He can pass this John. He can... <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, everyone probably just ruined it for 
for Philly now, I guess. <laughs> Bro, people just are jealous of our accents, man. That's that's why everyone. Oh yeah, um, definitely. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just the accents, you know. I mean, they stole it for uh, Mayor of Easttown, you know. Everybody yeah. was fucking saying like new Adelco accents were, man. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Hey, they they love it. They love Dude. it. They love making fun of me. SNL made fun of us. Like, what yep. the fuck? Damn, bro. You sound triggered. <laughs> I'm a little triggered, you know? I'm a little triggered just because, like, I mean, SNL fucking sucks. Um, they haven't... What was that? You guys see the Elmo sketch? The Elmo Rocco one? Oh, yeah. I, I haven't even... I haven't even watched, like, any... But it looks I bad, the, right? I saw the clip. <laughs> no, I saw the clip, and then on Twitter I saw people, like, just roasting it, like, all SNL does is Google, like, what's funny on Twitter that week or something. <laughs> like, Dude, literally, like, that's And what then it they is. just do a sketch about it. Dude, after, like, being on Twitter for, like, what was it? Because I, cause I had to delete my Twitter for a bit, and I came back in, like, 2020. And, like, just, like, seeing, like, like SNL, like, I saw, like, something on, like, like, one of the skits on YouTube. And I'm just like, this was my timeline, like, last week. Like, what is yeah. what the fuck's going on? It's like yeah, Joe Rogan they, with, like, horse medicine. It's just like, okay. Yeah. I had a dream that I walked into the SNL offices and they just gave me a job. And then it was just, like, a writer's room full of theater kids. And, and I don't know why I had that dream, but I just feel like it's really accurate. I don't know. It, it might be that now they've had a large fall from grace from, like, Chris Farley and, like, Sandler and everybody. But, yeah, even, like, Andy Samberg. Like, Fred Armisen. I mean, I didn't even, True. Fred yeah. Armisen. Bill Hader. Like Kristen Wiig. Oh, Bill Hader, man. Bill Hader yeah, was, was actually, like, so good on it. Actually, yeah, I saw one that was, like, I think, like, Peyton Manning was in, like, a, like, they were doing something in a, like, locker room. And, yeah, it's, like, Will Forte, like, Sudeikis. Oh, Sam, forgot about Will Forte. Yes. Yeah, like, Sandberg, Bill, Bill Hader. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, now these are all guys you see everywhere. So, I guess even sooner than, like, Farley and all them, like, they've just gone on it. Tailspin, but Keenan Thompson's still there, so <laughs> he's always yeah, there. He, he's, he's never gonna leave. <laughs> you know, I thought I thought Bobby Moynihan was gonna be there till he was like seventy. Like, <laughs> Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> he was a staple. He was a staple. He was. He, he was the goat. You know, you didn't know you missed him until he left, and you're like, "Damn, where's Bobby? <laughs> where, where the hell is Bobby? Yeah, who is it now? It's like." uh J- Justin Alex Alexson or something. <laughs> I'm just like naming. I'm, I'm just making up. A, I, I just, I just made up a name. Pete Davidson. I just made up a name. I just I made up a name right there. I would. That sounded real. Yeah. Sandra Sandra Kerplakis. Dana uh, Johnson. Like. <laughs> I really, I really. You're actually like way too good at making. You up watch the show. Leslie Pike. Yeah, <laughs> Might as well just say you watch the show at this point. <laughs> I know. Just say you're a fan, man. <laughs> it's just Pete, it's even, okay to say you're a fan of something, right? Even Pete, it, it, it's fine. Hey, yeah, true. Even Pete Davidson is not taking it seriously, though. Like he went and saw Spider Man, and then he like went like an hour later to <laughs> SNL. Yeah, he's just dude, he's dude. doing his own thing. Dude, Pete Davidson's been playing Pete Davidson on SNL ever since he started. Like every single sketch is just like I'm Pete Davidson. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like Jimmy Fallon of uh, their time. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> he just laughed at every sketch. And just like, mm-hmm. he would find a desk and he would slam on it. You know what I mean? Keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> never. He never kept it together. He but was, like, yeah. but hey, Pete, Pete Davidson's killing it though, you know? He's d- dating yeah. him. And like, he's the one who's not like, you know, I feel like he's the only one who's like really winning in the Kim and Kanye breakup. 
You know what? what? I, I've um since our last podcast, I've really pondered on this, and um, I don't know. I still think that Kanye is winning. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Man, I mean, kind of. I mean, Julie Fox is really hot. Like, uh, like that's that's a great girl. But like, I don't know. You know, I feel like like he's just kind of dating her to make Kim jealous, right? Yeah, but still, it's Julia Fox, bro. I mean, it, I, if they have an actual relationship, then he's catching W's. But I don't know. It, it might be like that one thing on like Thirty Rock where like um, James Franco and like <laughs> whoever are like they're like arranged to date. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when like James Franco is like his publicist is like arranges the relationship with uh, Jenna. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "We're gonna meet at a Jamba Juice." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "We're gonna meet at a Jamba Juice. We're gonna. Well, I'm gonna have a photographer there. I'm gonna have all these clothes for you. Uh, be there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it might be something like that. It, I don't know. It, if not, you know, he's like the real life Howie Bling, and that's kind of fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Julia, mm. Ju- Julia Fox is my angel. Uh, Julia, if you're out there, you know, I'll say it you're again. Listening. I said it on Instagram. You know. I'm not the stepfather, but I'll be the father that steps up for Valentino, you know, your kid. <laughs> I see your stories. I know your husband, uh, not your husband, your baby father is a deadbeat. You know, I watched all those stories, girl. I know that's pain right there. <laughs> and I know he wasn't there for you, but you know what, though? I can be there for I can you. Be, yeah, I can be the beta male father that raises your kid while you go on dates with Kanye West. You know what I mean? And then when you come back once in a while, we can maybe go on a date or something. I don't have that much money, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> be the dream can hang it can like tag along on the date with Kanye that would be so fire dude that would be so funny it would be so funny Julia's like hey can I get a ride to Kanye's house and you're like yeah <laughs> I'm just like a cuck yeah like you just play like you just play like nerf guns with his son and then like in a nice in a nice like a nice house and then you get to go on dates with Kanye that would be, be fire. That would be fire. I mean, he has a you know, Kanye. Again, if, if you're listening to this, you have a, you have your own designated um, cameraman. But where's the podcaster? You know what I mean? Where's the mm-hmm. podcaster on the date? Just live streaming it all. I'm surprised he hasn't at this point. <laughs> he needs to be like, there. I feel well, like I'm... he like if he just decided to just be ranting for an hour and a half like episodes, like those would be you, number you one immediately. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, he loves going on podcasts and just ranting about whatever. Like the Joe Rogan podcast, he was on there for like four hours. Imagine ranting. Imagine like Kanye like in a full on rant and then like like having to stop for like a sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, like like Blue Shoe or something. Yeah. (laughs) He just like reads. He just reads the ad copy like perfectly. I'm a six fuck. I like a quick fuck, and when I have a quick fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I use Bluetooth. I, I do Bluetooth. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> Audible. I would listen. Dollar Shave I, Club. I, I would subscribe immediately. <laughs> oh, me too. I would. I would listen to it. You know what? Like, I, I, I feel bad because like I would like like you'd be like, oh, Kanye podcast, and then I'll listen to all five hours even though he, he'll just like rant about like whatever like but like all oh, the future like like the yeezy campus is gonna be run by water water yeah. is when <laughs> is when it's gonna cure our entire campus and then i'll listen to that for like for like four hours like and then i'll be like damn that sucked but like that was really cool it's like yeah <laughs> he had me locked in <laughs> he just like <laughs> Man, I don't know. So the way he talks on, on like podcasts, like like, uh, and did you see the uh, Drink Champs interview that he did when he like dissed Big Sean? Um, I know it was a big thing, but no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Dude, it, 
man, you, you should watch it. It's like so entertaining. Like, um, like the host, like, a, like asks him like all the questions that Twitter would ask Kanye if they had a chance to. Like, he talks to him about the Kim shit. He talks to him about like music. Oh, oh it's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I would, that's gotta be must watch. Then. I, I would definitely give that a listen. And Dude, uh, I saw he's their Netflix coming out with like a documentary about him, like from his like early like producer days, like I guess until now it looks like it's going to be like three parts or something looks like it's going to be incredible so yeah it's set to premiere on the 16th uh mm. which will be oh, cool really? yeah yeah it's called genius 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 i'm all in all in for that dude me too <laughs> like uh there's got other like podcasts on spotify um have you ever heard of dissect yes yeah big like, big dissect guy I haven't listened to a season in a little bit but i listen to like both Kendrick one Kendrick's my guy. I love love Kendrick, mm. but listen to that those two, and then um, and what else did he? I think I listened to the third one. I'm blanking. Was that the the blonde? Oh, I listened to the Kanye of... one. Yeah, the oh the I Kanye one. The, I think the... yeah the Twisted Fantasy, you know then to Pimp a Butterfly yeah, and Dan. That's what it is. I listen to those damn. three, and then maybe Blonde as well. So, but it's haven't listened yet, in a while, like... but. Such a good podcast. That that one definitely really lo- that one definitely lost me when um when he started trying to praise Jesus as King and like explain the meaning behind it. I was like, all right, bro, enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes he has to, he's digging digging for facts. It's just like all right, it's all it's all good. Like, yeah, we get, the, we get the meaning, but this was this was not good. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's a white guy, and and you can only I don't, I don't know honestly I can only hear a white guy talk about rap for like so long. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, the meme yeah. of just like it's like a picture of like a white dude with like a with like a pea coat on, and it's just like how to dress like Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a big fan of that podcast, so it was it was a good one for sure. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. No, I love love when people do like deep dives on on that stuff, but like you said, it can be can be a lot of information <laughs> to take in. Yeah, you gotta, like you kind of have to like sit there and like like actively listen to it mm-hmm. like, no really yeah because like, it's just so interesting mindless. yeah absolutely yeah it's hard for me to do that with like podcasts and shit because i always feel like i'm like I'm, i need to listen to every word because otherwise like they're gonna be laughing and then i'm be like i totally missed out <laughs> <laughs> like what are we laughing about guys yeah everybody who's listening you better be listening to every single word of this because every single word is completely planned we script this podcast every single th- every <laughs> yeah. single time yeah. A lot of work, a lot of effort. It's like a damn Aaron Sorkin film, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? A lot of edits. Little do you guys know, we actually record for 12 hours straight, <laughs> yeah. and then we, like, edit it into the best, like, hour, hour and a half, <laughs> and then, yeah, so, I'm de- you guys yeah, should I'm listen definitely, to I'm definitely not just, like, laying on a couch right now, just, like, <laughs> sprawled <laughs> out while talking, yeah. working, Yeah, man, working how are your hard. legs? This is the eighth hour we've been uh, <laughs> recording, like, yeah. we four more been... to go. <laughs> Gotta rest up. Been standing all day. Feet hurt. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. What else is it? what else is there to talk about? What do you think about our page? You know what? Let's end it with that. Let's be narcissistic, yeah. like Kanye. <laughs> Your page yeah. is definitely it's unique. You know, I haven't seen anything like it, and I gotta do some more digging into it, like your lists and everything. But I like the memes on there as well. Big in the memes lately. <laughs> nice, man. Um, Thanks. But, no, I, I love it. I love what you guys are doing. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, happy yeah, to be a part. Our... Happy to be a oh, small yeah. part of it as well. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on, dude. Like, yeah. uh, really appreciate it. Like, yeah, it's really cool. Just like hearing, like, uh, just like your experience, just like on like a professional level of this. You, you know, because like I feel like we don't really get to talk to many like people like are actually in the industry, but yeah, like man, music yeah. producer or something. Hopefully, I was the or able to shine a little light on it, but you know, still learning, still still going at it but you know we'll see we'll see where it goes but i always appreciate it thank you for having me it was very fun time yeah man thanks for coming on um do you have anything you want to plug real fast uh i mean literally just listen you can alt 104.5 104.5 on the dial or you can do the iheart radio app wherever you are doesn't have to be in philly and then yeah i'm on like from five to ten on sunday mornings and then like seven to ten is like that stripped down sunday thing so there you go and oh yeah and what are we <laughs> what, are, what are we playing us out with here what uh pick a song pick a song any song oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i was not ready <laughs> sorry man uh, it's probably being played in the background as we discuss this oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right i don't know pick pick like a what were we just talking about? Like a nice Kanye song. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Down the chan it is. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Too. Peace. Let me tell you, I'm out here from a very far away place. A chance to be stuck. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more. Los Angeles. Please. Shake that body, party that body. Please. Shake that body, party that body. Please. Shake that body, party that body. Hey, baby, you forget your Ray Bans. And my sheets still orange from your spray tan. It was more than softball for the gay man. She remember my sprinter, said I was in the great fan. I'm well, cutie, I like your bougie booty. Come here, come by, do me. Well, let's make a movie. Hell, you know my repertoire is like a wrestler. Show you the road, connect the dots. A country girl in the Hollywood. Mama used to cook bread, beans, and rice. Now it's Denny's four in the morning. Spoil your appetite. Liquor pouring and niggas warming your section with erection. Smoking every direction. Middle finger pedestrians, R&B singers, and lesbians. Rappers and managers. Just music and not full cameras This shit unanimous for you It's damaging for you, I think That pussy should only be holding exclusive rights to me I mean, he flew you in this motherfucker on first class You were not his way so you could check in the extra bag Now you wanna divide the game like you'd equate the math That shit don't add up You're making them mad as fuck She say she came out here to find the A-list rapper I said, baby, spin around and say the alphabet backwards You're dealing with malpractice Don't kill a good nigga's confidence Just cause he a nerd and you don't know what a condom is The head's still good though the hair's still good, though.